0: My name is Noah Hills, you can find me on Twitter at noamoreparties, and this is the Hero RB Show on the Campus to Canton podcast feed. Tion Evans was not a highly touted prospect in the recruiting class of 2019. He was rated as a three-star guy per 24-7 sports and got zero stars from rivals, and he ended up spending his first few years of college at Hutchinson Community College in Kansas, which is actually the same community college that Alvin Kamara went to between his time at Alabama and Tennessee. In that 2019 season at Hutchinson, Evans played 12 games, posted a 13.2% dominator rating, which would just be in the 52nd percentile for first-year college running backs who go on to be drafted since 2007, and then had his 2020 season canceled because of COVID. Following that, he was rated as the number two JUCO runner in the country and ended up signing with the University of Tennessee despite offers from South Carolina, Central Florida, and Oklahoma State. Last season at Tennessee, he played seven games, posted a 19.4% Dominator rating that comes in at the 36th percentile for third-year college runners on a Tennessee team that went 7-6 and six and was of 68th percentile quality, according to Bill Connolly's S&P Plus rating system. Given the team that he played on, given his production on that team, the closest production comps for Teon Evans' 2021 campaign belong to Elijah Hood, Tashard Choice, Ryan Williams, Lorenzo Booker, and Frank Gore. Despite relatively subdued volume and production, Evans has been really good as a runner. In 2019, at Hutchinson Community College, he averaged 8.8 yards per carry and 3.27 yards per carry greater than the other backs on the team, which is just ridiculous. And even at Tennessee, on relatively low volume, only 139 carries per 12 games in the 38th percentile, and relative to teammates who've averaged 2.67 stars as high school recruits, a group in just the 27th percentile, and while seeing box counts that are slightly lighter than those of his teammates, given that situation, given that volume, given the talent level of his teammates, we would expect an NFL-quality running back in Teon Evans' situation to average 0.61 yards per carry greater than his teammates. In reality, Evans has averaged 1.17 yards per carry greater than his teammates, greater than expected, and in the 76th percentile. He's also ripped off 10-yard gains at a clip 5.1% greater than that of the other runners at Tennessee, a chunk rate plus in the 77th percentile. He's also been a great tackle breaker, 0.27 missed tackles force per attempt above the 80th percentile, and he's been efficient without the benefit of long runs, as he's converted just 20% of his 10-yard runs into breakaway gains of 20 yards or greater, a breakaway conversion rate in just the eighth percentile. Given the box counts that he's seen, the average carry for Teon Evans has been worth 123.4% the output of the average carry for other running backs at Tennessee, a box-adjusted efficiency rating in the 65th percentile. Similarly, his relative success rate, which measures how often is he succeeding on his carries, given down in distance, given the box counts that he's seeing, relative to his teammates, he's done that 5.1% greater than the other backs at Tennessee, a relative success rate in the 65th percentile. Among SEC running backs with at least 50 carries last season, only 9 had a higher score and a composite rushing efficiency metric that combines the percentile ranks of a player's box-adjusted efficiency rating, and his relative success rate, only nine players in the SEC last year had a higher composite efficiency score than Tion Evans. Five of them are now in the NFL, Damian Pierce, Zaquandre White, Tyrion Davis-Price, Brian Robinson, and Zamir White. Two of them are Devon A. Chain and Chris Rodriguez, some of the most elite running backs in the SEC, and the other two are Dylan Johnson and Jarquez Hunter. Evans has not been quite as impressive as a receiver. He only had eight catches last season on a 3.5% target share And has not been used very dynamically, he's not been split out wide or in the slot very often, and he's been targeted negative 2.3 yards downfield on average, so well behind the line of scrimmage. And he only has a 71% catch rate on those relatively basic targets, just in the 29th percentile. But he's been super efficient, although that's mostly because of a yak per reception mark of 18.6, which is in the 100th percentile. So I don't know if that's from one long play or whatever, but he's not catching a lot of his passes. He's not being thrown advanced targets, but he's making things happen after the catch, which inflates his his efficiency numbers. I don't think he's a very good receiver at this point in his career. From a physical standpoint, he's probably already NFL ready. Last year, he was listed at 5'11", 220. On the spring roster right now, he's listed at 5'11", 210. Based on historical weight gain patterns from his time at Hutchinson Community College, um, given his weight last year, I project that he'll be 5'9 and 38 of an inch and 221 pounds at his eventual NFL combine. Assuming he runs like a 4.53, you know, there's not a lot of information out there about his 40 time, but assuming he runs, you know, an average time in the 40, his closest physical comps will be guys like Robert Turbin, Kristen Michael, Jalen Samuels, Doug Martin, and Darius Geis. Currently, Evans is being ranked as the Debbie RB 79 overall and as the RB 50 in the class of 2023, and he's being drafted as the RB 117 in Debbie overall and as the RB 41 in the class of 2023. Each year, there are about 15 to 20 guys drafted at running back and about 30 to 40 guys worth paying attention to, you know, at a basic level. Evans has been impressive at every stop of his career, and there is not some sort of insurmountable incumbent at Louisville. You know, he transferred there this offseason. If he ends up being the starter, I would not be surprised if he gets drafted either in 2023 or 2024. He's been excellent as a ball carrier every step of the way. We should expect that to continue. There's no reason it shouldn't. And if he's the starter, he'll be productive, he'll be efficient, he'll be an excellent two down runner. Looking ahead to the NFL, I would not be shocked if this guy gets drafted. I think he's a little bit underpriced currently in W.